and welcome to a brand new episode, brand new series, brand new year of Behind the Sounds. I'm so excited to be joined today by Tenille Arts. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. How are things? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, things are great. I'm here in Nashville and it's starting to warm up, so I'm, I'm very excited about some nice weather. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys have, I mean, we've been the same. It's been up and down, hasn't it? And I know you've been kind of on the road and you're about to go back out. Is it kind of nice just to be home for a while and, and settle? Yeah, this is the most I've been home in a while. So it's it's pretty nice to actually have a couple of days to like hang out with my boyfriend, see a few friends, you know, that kind of thing. So it's always nice when I know I'm going to be home and can actually plan something <laughs> with them because that's usually not the case. It's usually a, you know, oh, if I get back in time, I, I'll, I'll come, you know, so it's nice to be able to plan some things. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And there's so much I want to talk about. Firstly, I want to congratulate you because you've had a amount of nominations over the past few weeks uh new nominated atm best new female artist um, and iHeartRadio radio best new country artist as well what a way to start the year congratulations how has all that been thank you um i was completely shocked about both of those i didn't even know that i was like in the running for the iheart <laughs> awards so that was really really cool to find out and then um the morning that the the acm nominations came out like I didn't even know those were happening either. And so I just like started getting um, a bunch of text messages and, and people were like, oh my gosh, congratulations. And I'm like, on what? <laughs> like I had to go and find out like that. It was just so cool and so unexpected. And um, yeah, I mean, the awards are like what in the same month. So it's like all of this stuff is happening really quickly. And um, it, it just feels great to start off the year with that because we've all had kind of a crazy last few years and and the fact that you know these awards shows are in person these will be my first like major award shows in person so I'm, I'm so excited that I get to go yeah I'm, I'm so excited to see what comes of it and yeah it's so nice to be back and obviously you've been back out on the road over the past few months what has it been like to kind of finally be back out there to be back playing shows has it just been a relief or was it kind of kind of like a bit nervous starting again I was definitely a bit nervous starting again, but I think it's kind of like riding a bike. You know, once you get kind of back into that, um, that kind of routine, like that's the most, being on the road is like the most routine I've had like since high school, <laughs> because it's like the same thing actually every day, um, which I love. And um, it's just been so exciting to, to see people singing my songs back to me because, you know, I put out my last album, was right before the pandemic. So I didn't even get to like play those songs at all. Um, and then this new album, Girl to Girl, it's like people actually know the words to that. And so when I'm playing the the shows, it's just like so exciting to see them singing it back. Like they've really dove into the music and and have, have just, you know, been sharing their own stories uh, through my music. And it's, it's so exciting to see that in person and actually get to see that connection. Yeah. And I, obviously it's as you said like your last album and I want to talk about that in a bit more depth later but it was right before the pandemic so you literally had no chance to do anything how was it kind of do you feel like you almost completely skipped a whole kind of album cycle because that's what people do isn't it you know you release an album you go through this you go through the motions do you feel like you skip that or is it quite nice being able to do two in one at, at the moment yeah, I mean, I do feel like I skipped it. I mean, I, I didn't really, I think a lot of artists um, feel that way. Like anybody who kind of released something 
right before everything shut down. It was like, we had all these plans in our mind, you know, of what promoting that record would look like and what getting to play those songs live would look like and all that. Um, like I didn't even get to play somebody like that for people. <laughs> like that's how um, shut down everything was while that song was rising. And so it feels, you know, I was ready to move on from it because I also felt like there was kind of a, not like a negative vibe around that album, but I was like, I just, I didn't get to do with it what I wanted to. And I, and I wanted to start fresh. Um, and, you know, I just wrote so much uh, over the last couple of years that I was like, I have a full album. Like I might as well put it out knowing that we're hopefully getting back to shows and kind of just get to like redo what I wanted to do with the last album. Yeah, definitely. And I, I do, I want to talk about them so much, but I always love to know, where did you start? Where was your, did your love of music, your love of songwriting, where did that start for you? I mean, it started from a really young age for me. I was always singing around the house, like making up songs in the mirror, you know, like doing little concerts for my family. It was always a thing. Um, but I can specifically remember when I was eight years old, um, I was like belting out a Shania Twain song in my backyard. And my neighbor actually came over and told my mom that she thought I had a good voice and that we should maybe see if I can do something with that. And thankfully my mom, you know, was on board with that. And she asked me if I wanted to get into voice lessons and um, I did that. And then I started just gravitating towards country music because that's what I grew up listening to. My mom was always listening to like the chicks, Shania, Martina, Faith Hill. Like it was just all of those people. It was constantly um, being played in my house. So I just gravitated towards that. And even when I was training classically, I was always singing the folk songs because they were kind of like the country mm -hmm. songs. So it just felt very natural. And um, I think I was 14 or 15 when I uh, started playing guitar. And that's when I actually started taking songwriting seriously because I kind of like, I had this instrument, even though I took piano lessons for years, I'm terrible at it. Um, <laughs> so when I picked up the guitar, it just like felt like this was the right thing for me. And I actually could, you know, play my songs for people, which was, was a big deal for me. So that's when I started taking it really seriously. Mm -hmm. And is there a moment you, you look at and you think, looking back kind of where you were like, okay, this, this could actually happen. This is where it's kind of going to go for me. Obviously the last few years for you have been massive, but kind of before that, was there a moment where you were like, oh my goodness, this could actually be a career for me? Yeah. I mean, I think there, there were moments where I thought that, and then there were days where I, you know, doubted it. So I think when I moved to Nashville, I, I had just turned 21. This was in 2015. And I, I remember just moving to town. I felt like I was obviously, you know, very green and didn't really know what I was doing, but I just felt this sense of hope because people were telling me that I was good in Nashville. And I was like, you know, it's kind of that thing where you're from a small town. Everybody tells you that you're good and you're like, okay, well, yeah. What about the rest of the world though? <laughs> and I think when I moved to Nashville and people were like, no, you're actually like, you're, you're up here with the rest of them, you know, that was something that was super encouraging to me and made me feel like I could actually maybe do this, you know. Yeah, and as I said, so going back, the last few years, as I say, have been huge for you. 
you talked about the album you released pre-pandemic um as much as you as i said we didn't you didn't really get that album cycle you did get an, a massive massive hit from it <laughs> um and as you say it's a really kind of weird time and as you say you know a bit of a negative connotations but somebody like that which is number one platinum certified congratulations firstly on the massive success of it but what what is it like to have in such a kind of weird time kind of your biggest hit and a massive boost in your career to happen during that period well it was very it was just that like silver lining throughout the entire pandemic because it was all I was focused on you know I I would do live streams and all these things like all the time um and it was just something that kept me going you know knowing that this song was doing well um, I had nothing better to do I was sitting at home you know I was like I just need to do what I can do to help this record along at, at country radio and so just it was this constant positive thing throughout that whole time and um like I I feel guilty even saying that like that those couple of years, even though there was a lot of negative around it and I missed my family and everything, it was like, that was like, I got my biggest song <laughs> so far out of my career out of that time. And so I really don't look at it in a negative light at all. You know, I'm just like, that was what it was meant to be. And had it been any other time, it might've not happened that way. And so, you know, I just, I feel really grateful and, and just so excited that that, that time, that song got its time and I'll forever look back, um, on these last couple of years, not so negatively, you know, I'll look back and, and think, um, really good things about it. Yeah. And one of the other things that, that happened in that song, and it's, it's a, actually quite a shocking statistic, but it's the first country number one that was recorded, produced and written all by women, which is an incredible thing, but it's also quite a shocking thing that it's taken so long for that to happen. What's it like to be a part of something that major? I mean, I, I will say like, we had no clue that that was like you, like I, I was shocked to learn that that hadn't happened before because I thought there's no way, like there, uh, somebody had to have done that before. And to find out, you know, that we were going to make history if we went number one, that that added more pressure. Um, but it was just so exciting. And, um, you know, we didn't set out to to break a record. We just set out to to write good music together. And I believe in my um, female producer, Alex Klein, so much. And she really just she nailed it. I mean, we, we just kind of as a group, I write with these these three, these two girls all the time. And so it's like we just kind of have this bond and we just love writing together. Um, and to, to make history together was just like the cherry on top. And I'm, I'm just so proud of our, our little team. Yeah, it, it's so great. And I, I love that it's kind of, and maybe this was intentional, unintentional. It's then gone into this new era of girl to girl. And um, I wanna talk about the album a lot and delve into a couple of the songs because something that I loved when you released the album, you put, um, something out on your Instagram and you said all I've done is write songs over these last few years it's kind of been your saving grace and talking back to like that teenager and everything what's it like did you kind of come in with the intention of having this really kind of empowering female you know young women album was that an intention or do you think it just happened quite naturally I honestly think it happened naturally. Like I didn't set out to be like, oh, I'm going to write this album for my younger self and for um, the fans that, that are going through similar things. You know, I just, 
I realized when I went to go write songs again, not being out on the road, not be, like being able to do my normal artist things and not really living normal life too. Like there were just so many things that were off and I was like, I have nothing to write about. And then when I really thought about it, I was like, you know what? There's a lot of things that I actually haven't talked about. Um, things that I've been through in my past and, and things that I'm going through right now. You know, it's just, there were a lot of things that I hadn't touched on. And it wasn't until I had that time to reflect that I realized how much I actually still had to say. And so that's where songs like That's My Friend You're Talking About came from and Growing Old Young and just all of those songs that are like, important messages like to me and to other people like I just I kind of wrote this album not just for me but for everybody else like I've heard so many fans stories and I just I know that I've been through similar things so I need to write about that and share it with them mm -hmm. yeah definitely and it, it's one of them albums that it really is that, you know, I, when I listen to it for the first time, it's so relatable. And it's one of them things that when artists do write about songs like that, I think it, it creates such a community around your fans and the people listening. Uh, I, I do want to delve into a couple of the songs. Uh, we are obviously a podcast about songwriting. I want to talk about the title track, uh, Girl to Girl. Um, firstly, can you tell us a bit about the story behind the song and then kind of why you chose to go with that as, as the title track in the album? So Girl to Girl was uh, a song that we wrote over Zoom. And uh, one of my co-writers came in with um, the idea, Girl to Girl. She's like, you know, I see this happen all the time. Like we always ignore red flags. And I was like, yep, <laughs> I have done that. And I kind of wanted it to be like this advice song, you know, warning another girl or just not that there's like a ton of bad guys out there. Like that's not what the song's about. It's really just about like, if your mom doesn't like this guy, if your friends don't like this guy, if there, there are those red flags that, you know, everybody else is seeing except for you, um, it's time to kind of look into, you know, who that guy is and what that relationship really is. And so I just wanted to kind of have this advice song. And then when I, right after I wrote that song, I started thinking about the rest of the songs that I had written and how they kind of related back to this whole like girl to girl, like almost sister to sister, best friends. Like I almost felt like I was a big sister while I was writing this, this album. I have a little sister. So I really kind of just felt very connected to this whole, like, I'm going to share what I have to say. And, you know, most people don't want to take advice from their parents, but when it's somebody like a sister or a friend, for some reason it hits a little harder and, and we pay attention to it a little bit more. So, um, that's kind of where I wanted to uh, come from with this album and Girl to Girl just made so much sense as a title. Mm -hmm. It really does. And as you say, it's, it's one of them things. Have you noticed a difference in messages from fans? Have has that, you know, if people reached out and said, oh my gosh, you know, actually, no, I've got red flags. I haven't listened to anyone else, but now you've said that. Have you had like a really good response from, from that perspective? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I actually the other night had a show in Las Vegas and a, a fan showed up. She's such a sweetheart. And she um, brought me an entire book of messages from my fans. Like she printed them all out and put them into this little book. And 
like that kind of stuff. Like I immediately start like tearing up and crying because I'm like, these people are just sharing their life with me. And that's such a beautiful thing. And the fact that music can connect us like that, it's, it's just so awesome. And that's exactly why I make music. You know, it's, it's an outlet for me. It's like therapy for me, but more so it's, it's for these people that have been there for me this entire time. Like I truly feel like we have this special connection. Mm -hmm. And I suppose, you know, not, do you find actually in a sense, the pandemic brought people closer in that way? Because you kind of, I suppose, had more time to, to connect with the fans, I suppose, over social media and things like that. I know you're not meeting them in person, but do you feel it actually built your relationship with them in a different way? Definitely. I mean, I think we all just kind of had time to, you know, I would go live and they would, they kind of created their own little community of, of these super fans and they're, you know, they're actually friends, you know, they have like a, a messaging group and they, they talk to each other all the time and they share pictures and videos from the shows. And it's so incredible. Like, I really feel like they've created their own little community um, around my music and I'm like right in the middle of it. You know, they keep me so involved in, in their lives and um, it's really special. And I don't know that I would have had the time to like really be a part of that had it not been for the pandemic mm -hmm. yeah definitely and then the first single kind of post-pandemic as well which I'm assuming the fact I know the fans loved because I saw so much um on socials and everything so much love for it back then right now um top 30 it's doing so well can you delve into a little bit about the story behind that one too yeah I mean I felt like it was so timely for for a song like this we were um, just talking about how awesome it would be to get back to the way things were and get to, you know, do live, live concerts and, you know, just get back to simpler times. And for me, that's like back in my hometown, hanging out with my friends, you know, driving around. Um, and I, I mentioned in the song, my little yellow Pontiac that I, I drove down from, uh, Saskatchewan to Nashville. And it was just kind of this whole, you know, nostalgic feel of just wanting to get back to, you know, simpler times. That's really what the whole song is about. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we're, we're almost there now, we're well on our way. Uh, so you say about being back on the tour and on and live music, you have been touring uh, with the amazing Scotty McCreary and you are coming over here very, very soon. I know you're doing some Europe dates with him too, but you're also um, playing as part of the Country to Country Festival uh, in London and Glasgow. We're so excited to have you. You're playing and um, opening for Luke Combs and Ashley McBride. What, what is that whole experience like? Uh, getting asked to be a part of, of such a huge kind of international thing? I mean, it's it's been my favorite thing so far, like getting getting to go over to, to Europe and the UK, like knowing that the music is like reaching all the way over there and people really care about it. That's like the coolest part is people are like singing along, they're doing their research, they're like so excited for for the shows. And I think you know, that's where I left things. When the pandemic hit, I was <laughs> in London and flew home and that's when, you know, everything changed. So I want to come back there and like show that we are back and that things are, um, you know, getting back to normal slowly, but surely. And um, yeah, the fans are just so incredible over there. I just love every minute of performing. I feel like they truly, truly care about country music.
they really do and uh, often I've spoken to people who have kind of played over here and they say it's it's kind of different but something someone else mentioned was that you feel like they listen more intently <laughs> um what do you notice different when you've played kind of gigs over here before um or obviously like it's, it was such a shame you know literally going back on the flights last time uh you obviously had fans that were prepared to see you then who have kind of been apart now the last two years um so do you notice a difference in having fans further away oh yeah definitely i mean it's like you said they they listen more intently they are like i just remember last time i was there playing you know brand new songs and people already knew the words to them like they had gone and you know, they knew who they were going to see that night and they listened to the music beforehand. And that's so special because I really just, I didn't realize how far our music was reaching. And so like to see that in person, to see people singing the music back is just, it's just really cool. And like with different languages and everything too, you know, they're, they're learning the songs and it's just, yeah, it's a really cool experience. Yeah. We're, we're so excited to have you back. And then you're kind of pretty much you know, you've got these amazing Europe shows, you've got country to country, and then you're up on the road again with Jordan Davis. So you're getting some incredible, incredible gigs and it, it's so incredible. But what I want to know is, obviously you said about having a little bit of a routine and tour life. What is it like? Do you sit and write? Do you kind of get, I know a lot of people talk about having writer's block on the road. Do you get a lot of inspiration when you're out on tour? Sometimes, you know, I, I feel like it's more of like, I don't know, we arrive at a place at like 10 a.m. So you're not really like up and moving around until then. So it's kind of nice. Like, I feel like I catch up on sleep a little bit. Um, so in that sense, I feel like I'm in a good place mentally when I'm on the road. And um, sometimes we'll do Zoom writing sessions, which is really fun. And I'm looking forward to, you know, when we do some of the Jordan Davis dates and, and that kind of thing, having some of the writers that I love working with out on the road with us. And um, that to me will be really cool because I've always wanted to kind of like have that writing community that can come out on the road and um, continue that creative process, even when I'm so busy, you know, because throughout the day on a show day, there's not a ton to do, you know, we do sound check and then it's like, get ready for the show. So um, I'm looking forward to getting more into the creative space on the road. I'm sure it will be amazing and so much more to come. I do want to ask as well, um, are there any songs in particular from Girl to Girl, I suppose, that, that you have been really enjoying playing and are really excited to kind of bring to, you know, Europe and all over with Jordan as well? Are there any songs in particular that have just had a really good reaction or you've just really enjoyed playing? Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. I, besides the like two singles, I feel like um, a lot of people know the song I Hate This from when I performed on The Bachelor. So that's um, really fun to play that song. And I love, uh, I guess that's not even on Girl to Girl, but um, I love playing That's My Friend You're Talking About. I feel like that's one that people have really gravitated towards with body image and all that. Um, and then gosh, I don't know. Girl to Girl is a really fun song to play. It kind of has that like 90s vibe to it. I could probably list like every song on this record. <laughs> it's just really fun to play. And um, I, I was focused on that when I was recording. I wanted it to be um, a fun live show and have those serious moments, but really be fun. So I've enjoyed really playing all the songs. 
It's so great. And I, I mean, I personally am super excited to hear them live um, in a couple of weeks time. I'm going to have to let you go soon because it has flown by this time. But before I do, I have three questions that I ask everyone that comes on the podcast. Um, they're a little bit, you know, tricky to answer sometimes. So don't worry if you can't. Um, but they're all around three. So firstly, um, can, you, can you tell me three songs that you wish you'd written? Ooh, um, The House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert, um, Wide Open Spaces by The Chicks, and Man, I Feel Like a Woman um, by Shania. I had a feeling there'd be a Shania one in there. That's like the quickest anyone's ever ever answered. Um, and then three albums you couldn't live without. Ooh, um, Fearless, Taylor Swift, um Graceland Paul Simon and oh boy oh that's really tough it's like when you blank on like what what are the albums that I love um well let's go with another Shania I'd say up the album up (laughs) definitely um and then final one three artists or writers producers anyone that you haven't yet worked with that a kind of bucket list that you'd like to work with in the future Ooh. um I'm probably gonna go with like maybe artists um collaborations of some sort because I really I just think that's so cool when you get to bring like fan bases together so um I would love to work with like Leanne Rimes um Keith Urban or Maren Morris I can, we manifest on this show as well. We'll make it happen. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much for coming on. As I say, you've got so much coming. We're so excited to have you over here. Um, Are there any kind of plans for, I know you've just, you're on this album cycle at the moment, but any more plans for further new music or further tours or anything in the pipeline as well? Yeah, there's a few things coming. I, you know, I'm constantly writing. Nothing is like, recorded yet but um there are plans too and uh, I'm really looking forward to the next chapter I'm definitely living in girl to girl right now but um I just feel like I'm constantly writing and and creating and moving past what I've done um before so it's it's exciting I love creating new music and yeah there will definitely be many more things to come (laughs) Uh, we're so excited Um, and Good luck with all the nominations as well. Have an absolute ball at the award shows um, and have a great time on tour. And hopefully we'll hear from you very soon. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you.